You're listening to Sounds Good, the podcast that makes your sound sound good. This show is sponsored by GoToMeeting. In this episode, we'll discuss sound effects. We'll listen to a few together, see where we can buy them, and also how to create them ourselves. Sound effects are useful for all kinds of applications. An obvious one is the use of stingers in podcasts. But you can also add sound effects in your musical productions or spice up your video project or movie with sound effects. In my day job I do post-production audio for television and a typical use of sound effects in our job is adding sound effects to add interest to things that happen on screen. For instance, when a title is displayed with a graphics effect, we could add a sound like this. Or this, when more dramatic effect is called for. We can choose from an extensive collection of commercial sound effect libraries. An example of such a library is Sound Ideas Series 6000. You can find some links to commercial sound effect libraries in the show notes. As you may find out sooner than later, these libraries are typically a bit on the expensive side. Of course, you get well recorded and very complete sound effects when you buy such libraries, but as most of us simply don't have the money, let's look at cheaper solutions that sound good too. If you have GarageBand or Soundtrack Pro, you already have a huge collection of sound effects at your disposal. Here are some of the sound effects included with those programs. These are so-called Apple Loops, even if they don't really loop. Apple Loops are simply AIFF files with metadata attached to them. Audio Finder is a great program to look at the metadata that's embedded in Apple Loops. The various fields we find in Apple Loops metadata make them easier to find. For instance, in Logic Pro we can find the sound of footsteps like this. We open the loop browser from the upper audio menu. In the find control we type footsteps. And there we go, footsteps are found. We can preview the results before we drag them into our arrange window. Things like footsteps, closing doors and doorbells are typically called foley. Back in the days before sound effects were available on CD collections, it was very common for movie studios to hire a foley talent to overdub the footsteps and such during post-production. When I studied at the film school in the 1980s, we one day had a visit from such a foley talent or grausmacher who could recreate just about every sound you could imagine with nothing but a suitcase of things he brought with him. It was quite amazing. So if you need a certain sound effect yourself, see if you can recreate it too. Scene one, Apple, take one. It's fun to do and you certainly end up with a unique sound that no one else is using. You can record things with your own microphone or create them using a synthesizer. For instance, this is the sound of a Tanzanian spike harp I recorded with my mini disc recorder. I also had a lot of fun recording the basic waveforms of my Cork Triton synthesizer before I sold it. But let us go back to Apple Loops for a minute. Say you have created the sound but you would like to be able to find it just like any other Apple Loop. What can you do? 
An easy way to add metadata to your AIFF file is using a program called the Apple Loops utility. You'll probably find it in the Utilities folder of your Finder applications. If you don't have this utility, it's part of the Apple Loop System Development Kit which is a free download from Apple Developer Connection. Let's say we've recorded the sound of an umbrella opening. We want to add this sound to our collection of Apple Loops, so we start the Apple Loops utility. We then drag the AIFF file to the right side drawer of the program. On the left side we can specify the metadata of this sound. In the case of our umbrella sound, it's non-looping and because it's part of a library from Sony, we'll duly credit them. We'll file it as a Foley sound effect. We then save the sound. It's best to use good descriptive names for your sounds, such as umbrella, because you'll typically look for sounds by their name. We still need to actually add this sound to our collection of Apple Loops to be able to find it. To do this we have to drag the sound to our loop browser. And now we can find it using descriptors such as Foley and Single. Or we can simply type Umbrella and find it like that. And this of course also works in GarageBand. If you can't immediately find your newly added sounds, restart your program first. Some things to keep in mind. We can batch convert a lot of sounds at once with the Apple Loops utility, for instance if we've recorded 10 different umbrellas opening. Adding a file to our loop browser means it is copied. Using Spotlight we can see there are now two umbrella files. We can see from the file date that the Apple Loops utility has changed our AIFF file. Logic, Soundtrack Pro and GarageBand only reference the copied file in my library folder. If you backup your sounds, make sure you backup this part of your system too. If you're looking for a better way to present or collaborate during your conference calls, your solution is simple. Web conferencing with GoToMeeting. During your call, everyone logs on to gotomeeting.com and your computer screen shows up on their computer screens. It's like you're all in the same room. GoToMeeting is perfect for sales or product demos, training or real-time collaboration. Plus, you're not charged per minute like other providers. You can meet as often as you want, for as long as you need. With GoToMeeting you can meet with anyone, anywhere, without ever leaving your office. You'll not only save time, but money too. See for yourself. Try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. Just visit gotomeeting.com forward slash podcast. That's gotomeeting.com forward slash podcast. Try GoToMeeting today. Now let's look at creating our own sound effects. There are several parts to creating a sound effect. You've got to have some idea of where you're going. To get started we need some sort of input signal. To shape our input signal into something useful we need the right tools. By this we mean digital processing. It helps if you have a dedicated sound editing program such as Soundtrack Pro or Audacity. In this episode we will just do one sound effect together, but I'm sure it will ignite some inspiration for your own future sound effects. So let's make a sound effect together. Let's first look at the input signal. For a whoosh sound, noise is typically a good starting point. So what do we have that makes noise? A personal favorite of mine is the very versatile ES2 synthesizer in Logic. We'll create an instrument channel and add an ES2 to it. 
We choose the default setting. We turn off oscillators 1 and 2 and dial oscillator 3 to the noise setting. If we play a few notes, sure enough all we hear is noise. The next thing to do is add massive amounts of processing. If you come from an analog background, this might sound a bit scary. After all, we've learned that the sound quality deteriorates and the noise floor is raised with every extra bit of processing. In digital, this is not necessarily true. I create some sound effects in my spare time and it's not uncommon for a sound effect to have something like 30 layers of processing to get the sound I want. In the case of adding some reverb to a noise sound like we just heard, the quality of the reverb determines the entire quality of the sound. The quite boring bit of white noise we used as input is not something we need to protect. On the contrary, we want to shape it into a new sound. Even if our reverb would add some noise, the concept of noise in the context of a whoosh sound that has white noise as its input is sort of meaningless. So don't be afraid to experiment and add as many effects as you want. So which effects are especially suitable for sound effects? Reverb is totally what we need. We then go from this sound to this sound. While still in logic, we can add a low pass filter with some frequency automation to add movement to the sound. Our best friend is the ring shifter. Even without automation it already can add dramatic effects to our noise. We can add yet another layer of reverb on top of what we already have. Then we can use a compressor with extreme settings to even out the sound. Ok, now let's bounce this sound to disk as a 24-bit AIFF file and load it into Soundtrack Pro. A very interesting trick is to reverse the sound, add some reverb to it, and then reverse the result again. Now if the sound is too long we can time stretch, or rather time shrink it. Nothing is stopping us from adding another layer of reverb, perhaps one of the effect reverbs from Space Designer. Or maybe this one. But with the exact same input signal, a bit of white noise from the ES2, we could also end up with this. Or even this. One nice feature of Soundtrack Pro is its STAP file format. STAP files are packages, so right-clicking on such a file and choosing Show Package Content shows us all kinds of intermediate AIFF files. We can then use these again as inspiration for effects. When you create your own special sound effects, save intermediate steps. An interesting sound can evolve in something completely different, but you might want to revisit one of the intermediate steps. If you listen to commercial sound effect libraries, you'll often hear variations of a certain theme, like this. Soundtrack Pro is a very nice sound editor because you can layer effects and turn them on and off, change the order of effects and experiment before you finally save your sound to disk. Before we move on to our next subject, let me show you a program called Reactor by Native Instruments. This is the ultimate source of inspiration for sound effects. 
Here's for instance the output of a reactor program called Screw. I hope this has given you some ideas about creating your own sound effects. If you want to listen to some of the ones I created myself, there's a download link in the show notes. Feel free to use these sound effects whichever way you please. And if you've created something yourself, I'd love to hear from you. Another great source of sound effects and royalty-free music loops are Loopmaster sample CDs. Our sample CD of this episode is called Downbeat and Left Field. Downbeat and Left Field is the type of CD that you open at dusk and don't put down until dawn. This CD is packed with inspiration for all of those producers looking to mix hip-hop and drum and bass, jazz with chill-out, lounge with acid and house and generally mash up the influences of the dance music era of the last 15 years in a totally new way. Featuring over 1000 samples, 275 racks, 2 loops, 700 acidized WAV files, 21 drum kits, 60 plus NNXT, Halion, Contact and EXS24 patches, drum loops, flute, pads, keys, guitar and sound effects in WAV racks 2 and Reason formats for both Macintosh and PC computers, also with an audio CD for easy auditioning. We highly recommend Downbeat and Left Field from Loopmasters. The music in this episode was again by the Flavor Foundation, thanks to the wonders of the Podsafe Music Network. The Flavor Foundation is a labor of love done simply as a means of creative release and expression. The tracks come straight from the heart and were done solely for personal gratification. You can find more information about the Flavor Foundation on their website, theflavorfoundation.com. We will finish this episode with an entire song from the Flavor Foundation called Sounds Good. It's an excellent funky song which was inspired by this very podcast you're listening to. So many thanks to Ken from the Flavor Foundation and I hope to hear you all next time. Sometimes I don't make the right connection and sometimes I end up going in the wrong direction and then sometimes I try too hard for perfection Then I have to go back And do some introspection But that's when I find Peace of mind When I sit down in the seat And commence to make the beat While loving the music as I should Making sure that it's understood That above all else Make sure it sounds good Sometimes I don't know which way to turn And sometimes The daily grind Has got me concerned But through it all 
Good. Mm-hmm. 